what would you tell six to eight year old Eric about where you're at right now? I, I before I start to answer that question, which I will, you should know that um, I saw a psychic. She's like, uh, picture your six year old self. She goes, does he see you as your 40 year old self? And I was like, uh, I was like, he's kind of looking away. And she goes, what is his facial expression? And I hovered on the edge of bawling with a quivering lip and I couldn't even answer the fucking question. Like I couldn't even say he looks shy. He looks like he doesn't want to make eye contact. There's another side to good health, and that's good mental health. Hey y'all, my name is Drew Westfall, and welcome back to another session of Group Golf Therapy. Today's guest, we have our friend, photographer, filmmaker, and just all-around creative person, Eric Anders Lang. You might be familiar with Eric's work with Scratch and the series that he created, Adventures in Golf, or the community that he's building down in Austin, Texas called Random Golf Club. We got the opportunity to pod with Eric in person while cruising down I-94 in Wisconsin in a Sprinter van. Shout out to Saul for keeping us on the road. In our chat, we unpacked quite a few things, namely the things that uh, Eric learned about himself through playing the game of golf to a recent psychic evaluation where Eric was able to talk to a younger version of himself. Two more lighthearted topics where we talked about how we could finesse our way to get Jim Nance on the show. Thanks for tuning in, and remember, hit them straight and mind your golf. Hello. Um, we were gonna ask. I was gonna ask you this before we started rolling, but what is the first piece of music that you bought with your own money? First piece of music that I bought with my own money. Yeah. Um, it was uh, Bonnie Raitt. Sick. I, th- I don't remember the name of the album. It might have been Let's Give Him Something to Talk About. That was the single. Right. And um, it's Bonnie Raitt. Do you remember any of it? What do you mean? The album? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I still have songs of hers on a playlist. I mean, she, I, she could be one of the most underrated vocalists and songwriters. I think a lot of people would actually agree with that. Do you know Bonnie Raitt? Any oh, yeah. of you guys? Oh, yeah. I mean... Can't can't call myself a fan, but I'm familiar with the. Wait, why can't you call yourself a fan? Um, I just, it's not the stop that I come to in my in my Spotify algorithm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's not finding you. It's not finding me. I'm yeah. I, I'm not on that part of uh, Spotify, Spotify right. TikTok. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because thinking about it, like in hindsight, I, I, like I don't understand why I picked that song or that album. Oh, actually, I do now. Now I remember. How old were you? Oh, a 10 maybe? Grade school. That feels like a mature choice for a 10 year old. Yeah, I don't understand. Looking back, yeah, I don't, I don't know. My next album after that was um, Easy E. That, that was the, the next week I got Easy E. That tracks. Uh, yeah, straight out of, or no, NWO straight out of Compton. I think he just had an album named after him. Easy I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, yeah. eponymous. That, that it tracks. His, it was his primary. It was his best work. <laughs> his best. His magnum opus. So filthy. So opposite to Bonnie Ray. Anyway, but I remember that I bought the Bonnie Ray album because um, this is a, so. This is the psychological reasoning: is that I didn't have a CD player, but I bought the album. And then I was like, now I need to buy a CD player. 
It was almost like I was playing myself. Cart meets horse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where else does that show up in your life? Oh, gosh. That's a good question. I mean, yeah, let's see. I mean, like, I only bought one golf club when I started playing golf. Gosh. And then I was like, and then I need to go play golf. Is that probably pretty common, though? I think so. Have you guys heard that? I don't know. Yeah. It's like we magically, or we think that balls will magically appear. Like, I'm yeah. just going to get a club and put no thought into the gear that you need. If you're yeah. like a newbie and you're like, I, I think I'm going to try golf. Like, yeah. I'm going to get a club. Yeah, I don't what think else? I understood that balls were like toilet paper. Like, you have to constantly be purchasing them. I, I told, I, my wife asked me, she's like, why do you always have to buy golf balls? Don't, don't they just give you them when you show up to the course? I was like, oh. No, so... For someone that's not a golfer, you might just assume you just get balls yeah. when, you, when you show you up. Get it, like, you get it, like you get it, and then you return it when you right. leave. Right. <laughs> well, you do return some. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. There should be like a like a golf ball deposit, like there is for bottles and I've cans. I've seen this. They there have is. one in L.A. Yeah. It's it's uh you you uh they they use it's a donation for like okay. a kids program. So you don't get like ten cents a ball. No, you don't get any money back. But you get pride. there won't be any money exchange. No. No. <laughs> Why would a golf course ever give you money? <laughs> yeah. They barely give you time. <laughs> that's right. Or uh, kindness. <laughs> yeah, it's also a thing that's hard to buy. <clears throat> um, people listening right now can probably hear some ambient noise coming in from the Sprinter van. Yeah. We're currently in the backseat of a Sprinter van, working, hauling ass through Wisconsin. Um, yeah, we're actually, we're at four, and we're in the minority. There's, there's more people than, there's more people not podcasting in this van than are. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> That's actually yes, that is true. That we're yeah, nine. I just confirmed. That checks out. Yeah. Yeah. It checks out. Um, Drew just did the math. <laughs> carry the one. Yeah. Uh, carry. It's cool to watch you work. Thank you. Um, we've we've all of us independently have worked with you in some capacity. Yeah. But um, never on a production like this before. And it's, yeah. It's um, viewers of of random golf club films or, or viewers of yours, fans of yours, would be foolish to think that your job is easy. Yeah, I think that's maybe true. I mean, it's interesting to... It, I've, I'm actually... I didn't even think about it, but I, now I'm really curious to hear what you have to say. You have, in my opinion, boundless energy when it matters, when you need to. Yeah. Like, I, I see you... It's, it's funny. It's like, it's like watching a football player work. Like, I... When the ball gets snapped, you're in there and you're, like, hyperactive like tapping on shoulders looking over everything you're hyper observant as well and then when the play is done you just like yeah. right i like I've, i saw you like put your hands on your knees and just like exhale and like yeah what, what what kind of a toll does that take on you mentally physically um you know it's it's just like it's like a marathon, right? Or a sprint. Or it's, a, it's some type of activity that has an end. And you know more or less when that end is. And on a trip like this, or a day like this, there's you, you know when it's going to end. And then, and then it just takes uh, an awareness around what you have to do then. Which is sleep. Don't go make a bunch of plans. Uh, shower a lot. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? You, you have to recharge. And I've, I've actually, um, I mean, on the road, you, you have to have, like, you know, moments of peace, right? Whatever you do that recharges you, I don't know. Um, it's kind of like, for me, it's just like, 
you were talking about Drew. You said your lower back was hurting, and that's something I experienced a lot too. Because you're just like standing a lot and like walking around, and then it's almost like you know we're not in bed quite long enough. So it's so you like so you have to like get your legs up a little bit. Like I don't know, I don't know. I think there's a lot of things you can do to rest, but I think the more important thing is to have an idea that you love, and then you will just follow it until it's consumed. There's no tiredness in that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I would never want to run a marathon. It doesn't mean anything to me. But for the people that do, it, you know what I mean? They, It seems impossible to me to run a marathon. That's too many miles to run. But for those people, those runners, they're addicted to it. And so if you're a filmmaker or a golfer or both, yeah, there's no... If you're both, look out. <laughs> we be friends. <laughs> That's cool. Anything else? That you, I'm so curious now. I haven't even, I didn't really realize that because you guys are very attuned into like, you know, the world of golf, the world of content, the way they mix together. We've had a lot of time. It's funny actually because I didn't realize when, you know, Bradford and Drew, when we ran into each other yesterday morning. Was that yesterday? Mm -hmm. You say ran into each other like it was yeah, an accident. Ran into each other, super planned. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Yeah. Like, it, it really didn't realize that, like, we hadn't actually met in person yet. It just was like, oh, yeah, hey, what's up, man? Yeah, like, like the, the embrace was like an embrace of, like, an old friend. It's like, yeah. hey, what's up, dog? Yeah, come on. Yeah. Bring it here. I lingered <laughs> extra long because you smelled great. I mean, it was, I told you that. <laughs> it's that Le Labo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and just, like, uh, an aside, um, production-wise, like, top to bottom, y'all are in tune, in sync. It's a well-oiled machine. Um, and we've said this on the podcast and uh, just independently, like RGC is doing it at a high level. Like, what does that feel like to you to, to hear that? I'm sitting across from you. I'm telling you, I'm looking you in your eyes and telling you like, yo, y'all are doing it. It's like it's like a dual thing, right? Like part of me is like, well, first of all, obviously, I'm grateful to hear it and it feels good. Uh, but then, you know, I'm there's a critic that's also like just wait <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like there's so there's you know you can't help but see the mistakes or the or the you know the things that you could do better or the you know what ifs like no one will know about uh, Chris right they will now what they will now <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it was Chris yeah uh, the you know no like and to me it's I was so you know, but there's also a part of it where you just let go. I don't know. I was definitely... You think about the world of the idea, making it into the finish line. There's somewhere between the beginning and the end where you just are like... You have to make... You have to have a lot of acceptance. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting. But definitely, this team is dialed, for sure. Do you consider what you do a craft? Define craft. Um... Filmmaking, painting, design, like in the way that artists describe what they do as a craft. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we have a, um, I, I really find that even you, someone could argue the most boring or basic element of what we do is like production. I would argue that that's also just as creative, right? Because you're, yes, you have to eat and sleep and drink water and arrive somewhere at a certain time. 
those are the production elements. I find those actually quite creative because, well, where do you want to eat? Where do you want to sleep? Not what water do you want to drink, but you know what I mean? Like, there's so many, like, ways to solve those problems in more efficient ways. And, you know, we're in a sprinter van. And that was an experiment that'll, that was determined to be unsuccessful. <laughs> <laughs> I got yeah. good leg room. I don't know. You, know. <laughs> you like it? I'm not mad. I, I'm not sitting in the middle. So just, just don't try and sleep. It's not going to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the sleep is rude. Um, I heard you a minute ago say that there's um, a critic in there. And I've noticed that in you it's when things don't work. Um, I imagine it hurts, like, in the moment to be like, shit. Like, that's a, that's a producerial nut we're going to have to crack now. I, I do see sort of that war of worlds where you are host, director, producer, um, general manager. Is there a way that you can disassociate or detach from either one of those things or is it all of those things all the time? Only if you have someone you trust next to you, you know what I mean, who understands the goal. Um, and uh, and cares as much or close to as much as you do. It's hard to find, but um, that's uh, that's all it is. That's the only thing. Yeah, and what I'm getting at is, I guess, like you're a visionary. I would say that in the world of golf, I think you have grand ideas for what this sport can be and what also always has been, and. I think there's a lot of pressure involved in that. Um, do you feel that? Do you feel the weight of golf on your shoulders to a degree? Yeah. Uh, you got some. You got some emotional questions. I can. I can feel it. Um, I mean, pressure is a funny word. I think it's like um, it's all imaginary, right? No one cares, really. Everyone just cares about themselves, you know what I mean? Um, I think I had a lot more pressure. Uh, social media I didn't find very, like, rejuvenating or, you know, even fulfilling, maybe. And it was a turbine that just needed to keep spinning. And so I've that was a pressure that I didn't like. I think also pressure is, like, sometimes you like the pressure, you know what I mean? Um, but as far as what you asked about the, you know, you talked about essentially changing golf. Again, it just goes back to like the best thing I can do, even if I do feel pressure, is make sure that those who work with me don't. Is make sure, because creativity ideally shouldn't really have a pressure element to it. It can have a boundary and a fence and a guideline and a criteria to it. But, uh, no, I mean, I mean, the other thing I think about the easy way to say is this golf's not going to change. You know what I mean? Right. Golf itself. Yeah, that's fine. Right. And because, because golf itself, I don't know. I mean, on some level it does. I, yeah, no, I don't want to say that, but I think Is there another question you have that's similarly related or a way to go deeper there? Because I'm having trouble sorting out my thoughts. 
go deeper on why you're having trouble. No, <laughs> I can do that. I can do that. Yeah. Well, it's a big subject, right? Like yeah. you're talking about like changing a game, and I don't really like to think about the game needing to be changed because for a lot of people, it doesn't. The majority, the vast majority. So it's less for me about changing anything. I'm not an activist. Golf's great. It's not even broken. It doesn't need to be fixed. No. But I don't actually like that game. You know what I mean? Like, that's not really that's not really my game. Yeah. And it's not really, like, the way I want to play. Right? Like, it doesn't really inspire me to, like, go do it. And so, like, I just want to kind of, like, see how fun it could be. You know? Like, if you, if you were, like, to set it up this way and do it this way and, and like do all those things like what if it what if it worked that's that's what i think about like what if it worked <laughs> like like is what what if like it was fun and the four of us were like this is dope like this is fucking fun this is not the game that i don't like because a lot of us have this dichotomous relationship with the game but then then the fun part is like then the the golf world at large is like oh they're onto something eyebrows up but there's no pressure for that because I don't really care. I don't really need them to like it. In fact, yeah, whether they like it or not, it's fine. I'm like, I'm like super stoked. I like making videos. I like traveling. I like hanging out with people that I really care about. So I don't really feel a lot of pressure. I don't think I think about it in that way, the way that you're thinking about it, really. I think the really the thing that I feel pressure about, if that's a question you want me to answer, is um, mostly related to my immediate life, the things that I can actually see and touch and hear and feel on a daily basis, which is, you know, our team members in Austin and making sure that they're set up for, um, you know, an environment of like positivity, you know, uh, optimism, like kindness, clear guidance and goals, freedom to fail and experiment and um, enough time to do it all and have a good life. That's really, that's where I have pressure because that's, I wouldn't have known that even a year ago. So that's that's the pressure that I have now. And that's why yesterday when we were together, I'm just like, it's hard to be on the phone and then go to a shoot, but that's the pressure. The shoot is the thing I know how to do. That's the easy part. Yeah. It's the fun part. Yeah. One thing that I saw, Eric, yesterday when we got that opportunity to uh, hang out with the first T kids, I saw you light up like a Christmas tree, just running around the green with those kids. And as someone that came to the game later in life, famously yourself, what would you tell six to eight year old Eric about where you're at right now? Um, I, I, before I start to answer that question, which I will, you should know that um, I saw a psychic on Tuesday and it was a two hour session and um, like 30 minutes in she goes close your eyes she was telling me things that were true that she could not have known first of all so she's legit in the mountains outside Mexico City on a zoom call she like close your eyes I'm like okay she's like uh, picture your six year old self I was like okay She's like, what are you wearing? What are your shoes? What are your shirt? And then, uh, and then she goes, 
does he see you as your 40 year old self and I was like uh, <clears throat> I was like he's kind of looking away and she goes what is his facial expression and I hovered on the edge of bawling with a quivering lip and I couldn't even answer the fucking question like I couldn't even say he looks shy he looks like he doesn't want to make eye contact so I have spent the last five four days thinking about him and wow. so I'm afraid of flying right and so I get on the plane to come up here and I'm sitting all alone and I'm like man don't make this one of the bad ones you know because it's like one flight it could be like <laughs> I'm drenched the other flight I'm like yeah. oh were we on a plane yeah more often than not it's the it's somewhere towards the negative end a little a little scary a little uncomfortable so we get on the plane in the morning and I'm I'm like I really don't want to have a bad flight we've got a big day and I just want to have a good flight and like I just looked at my little six year old self and I was like it's gonna be okay buddy you know planes they're not scary you know what I mean I just talked my six year old self out of it so it's funny you bring that up so that's that's Wow, that's serendipitous. Some, yeah, super serendipitous. That's some backstory there. So now the question was, what would my six-year-old self have to, uh, what, what would I, what advice would I recommend to them? Yeah, like what would you tell them about like the game of golf and like where you're at in life from where you thought you might be when you're the age of like the first tee kids that we were hanging out with? Yeah. Um, I mean... Massive. All right, this is ten years of content you just asked about. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I, I think you just. I think it's not even a lot to say, really. It's more just do. It's behave. It's 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 uh, it's pl make believe. It's like pretend. It's like, it's just the thing about that six-year-old self concept is you remember, I think, how much. We don't live in the present. Because you look at that six-year-old and you're like, you know that they're just in it. You're not talking to them about concepts and philosophies and other cultures. You're just talking about what's happening right here, right now. So imagine zooming out of that. I think what you're talking about, though, is like, I think the thing that needs to be said over and over again is that the point of this game is to have fun. I mean, that's, that's like, and to... And, it, and one of the opportunities that this game gives you is to have fun with people that you don't know or you want to get to know better or you do know. And, I mean, I'd rather you spend some uh, two minutes after the round and think about what you could do better rather than look at your score and think about the putt you missed. Right? Like, what were the mistakes you made that had nothing to do with the golf club? or strategy but that might be a bit heady for a six year old I think I think you'd be like what I just want to bang seven iron <laughs> <laughs> true true yeah that's a tough I don't know yeah that's a tough one I mean I didn't experience last week so I'm I'm coming to Wisconsin uh, off of a three week stretch going back to the east coast reconnecting with my family who I hadn't seen in a year and a half wild experience going home for me is always complicated um complicated complicated yeah it's layered you know it's it's um 
you're looking in a mirror in a lot of the ways and and I went back to the first course that I ever played golf on. Went back completely by myself. It's a nine hole pitch and putt, par three golf course. And I tried something uh, inspired by one of our guests, um, Sean Hotchkiss, he told us about this, this theory in, um, or this practice called gestalt exercise. Do you know this? You heard of it? A little bit. So the point is to sort of what, what you did with your psychic is imagine a younger version of yourself. Just have a conversation with them. And what I did when I visited the old golf course that I, that I played at was um, I played with 13-year-old me. Um, and I fucking lost it. It was crazy. Lost it? Lost it. It was just like, I was just like sobbing down the fairway. Yeah. <laughs> it was just insane. Yes. Um, but I say that to, to really, to, to just say that like, this, this game can be therapy in, in so many ways. And if there's a question in there, I guess, it's like, how, how have you gotten to know your self and, and learn more about yourself through golf well first off that sounds like an awesome round it's crazy <laughs> wait i want it. have you talked about it on the pod yet no <laughs> are you going to not yet you're going to <laughs> yeah all right, well, we'll save we, that we all plan on doing uh, versions of this oh great yeah we, we, we brought it up because uh, i had done something similar not enough not involving golf but a, a a childhood dream of mine had come true and I talked about it with my therapist and I was encouraged to do something similar and I had to do it retroactively after the, the event had passed. I mean, e every day is a new experience for me now. Everything looks, feels, tastes, smells different to me now because I'm, I'm seeing it through 12 year old Brad's eyes and I'm shaking hands with 12 year old Brad and like watching TV with 12 year old Brad. And it, it is a game changer. So that, I mean, I, I love that question. Like what has it, and, and what I have learned about myself. Um, and this is the question I, I think Connor's asking you. Uh, um, what I learned about myself is that I'm a good leader. I have extraordinary instincts. Um, things that I was afraid to admit to myself that I had to talk to 12 year old Brad about. Um, and golf is no exception to that. Like I can bring those skills that are transferable on the course as well. Um, so uh, yeah, I would love to kick that back to you. Like what have you learned about yourself through this thing? Yeah. Through, through the playing of golf. I mean, you know, it's, 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 it, I think I've learned a lot about like how it's, um, yeah, cause I mean, I got into golf a little bit later, so it was, uh, so there was a lot to learn, a lot to like digest and understand. And, um, I guess and I'll maybe try to answer this in a way that maybe is new for me, but one of the, one of the, one of the things I think I'm learning the most now also the most topical is like, 
um, just because something, quote, is a certain way doesn't mean it actually is, number one. And it doesn't mean that it always will be. Um, you know, I think one of the things that uh kind of think about a lot is... Um, what is if 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 things are um predestined if you want to say that right so a lot of people believe that makes it easier to deal with the bullshit or accept the wonderful luck that can occur it's not you know it's just already it's good you didn't and um i think that was is a is a really it's it's been wonderful when you apply it to the game because um you know, there's 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 a lot of opportunities there, if if you're looking at it. Yeah, I mean, it's such a big question. It's such a big question. What does it tell me? I mean, really, I mean, it's it's very unique because it's one of the few games that's really played almost everywhere in a way that's relatively similar enough. Um, and so there's a language that you can speak. And so I guess maybe one of the biggest things I've learned is that just because someone doesn't wave back doesn't mean it, that's not that's not a reason to stop waving. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Or just because someone's like, yeah, I don't I'm sure by however you want to describe it, we all don't look like the typical golfer, right? You show up and you're like, yeah, no, I'm not wearing a collar and my shirt less says something fucking weird on it or whatever. I mean, I can play it down, but you know I mean, just because someone like is looking at you funny doesn't mean that, that all that is is fear. And so the, I've definitely learned how to overcome that for other people and to make sure that they feel welcome, even though they're, not sure that I should be welcome. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's kind of it's teaches you a lot of people's skills. You get to be around a lot of people that you wouldn't otherwise be around. It also taught me how to be real honest with people that you don't know. Cuz you pass through a lot of people in golf, you know. And uh it gets really interesting when you start saying what you really think. I love that one. Do you uh, would you say you have a tendency not like pre-golf PG? <laughs> Pre-golf, Eric. PGE. Um, <laughs> PGE. <laughs> would you would you say it was a tendency of yours to not be honest with people? Sure. But I think that's something that comes to everybody with age. Yeah. It's just like eventually you're like, you become the old man and you're like, you fart, you pick your nose, and you don't give a shit. Yeah. Right? Because no one's got anything on you. Yeah. You're free. Yeah. I don't know if that had to do with golf as much, as much as just me developing. Just age at the same time as my understanding of the game. Yeah. Um, not everything, just because something is, doesn't mean that it is. Um, it can change just because someone doesn't wave back. Uh, have you read Don Miguel Ruiz's Four Agreements? It's my fucking Bible. <laughs> okay. Love I it. listen to it weekly yeah chapter here chapter there whatever my Love. favorite of the four is not to take things personally yeah 
that is if I could redefine what my mortal wound is it's that agreement interesting I we'll get to that in a bit yeah mortal wound yeah oh we're, well, we're let's we're just do it right in. now yeah, <laughs> yeah we, um, lay, lay down yeah <laughs> yeah I mean we, we could just go there like when I first posed this question to the guys is one we want to recur on the show um, my mortal wound was trying to get my father to emote let me just set some quick context as well mortal wound as defined by your Achilles heel something that drives you something that gets you up every morning but also can ultimately bring you down Got it. So get, getting my father to emote is like this chase, this challenge that I don't know if I'm ever going to solve. So not taking things personally is, is, is something that just drives me crazy um, because I can put in as much effort as I want and it's not always going to be reciprocated. And I don't understand why. Like still at this very moment, I can't wrap my head around it. And there's a there's a parallel in golf somewhere. Like I did all I did all the things right. You know, I got the grip. I, I, I paid for the club and I still hit it off the hosel. Like what is what is going on? Um if there's a question in there, <laughs> I'm not sure there is, but what's your favorite of the four agreements? I, I saw you light up when when I oh, mentioned that. Goodness. I think um I mean I you're making, I can't pick one. Right, right. I mean, they're also. So we've got uh, be impeccable with your word. Yes. Uh, always try your best. Uh, don't take things personally. And don't make assumptions. Yes. Okay. You can't break them apart. I know. You can't. It's a four. It's a cube. It's a square. Which it's, is the, which is the one that you think you're the most what I'm involved now? in? Yeah. What do you what I'm now? Yeah. What do you want? Um. I don't really worry about the try your best one. So that one's kind of, I feel like I'm good with that. Sick. Sick. <laughs> yeah. If we're going through levels, like I got past that one. Um, Whatever you do, you try really, really hard at. Yeah. Well, and I have a thing that I say is how you do one thing is how you do everything. Yeah. And I say that to myself because I want to remind myself, just don't slack off or just don't do it. Yeah. Like if you're not going to do it, just like don't do it like don't do it halfway um but uh yeah let me see don't make assumptions that one's pretty good don't take things personally it's pretty good i am kind of loving the impeccable with your word thing now recently um because communication has become such a large part of my life going back to what i was talking about earlier about feeling the pressure yeah um i mean communication is the only way out of that or through it um and in relationships it's so key um and I've found that the taking things personally and the making assumptions can actually, to some extent, be relieved through being impeccable with my word because I can say, I'm inventing a story that you don't want to X, Y, Z or whatever. And then they can say, oh, not true at all. So that impeccability can teach me how ridiculous <laughs> I am, you know. Um, it also teaches you conviction. Yeah, <laughs> like Absolutely. Even if I'm making this thing up, I believe it. Yeah. Absolutely do. Uh, what do you mean? Because you're saying it? Or what do you mean? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, if I'm if I'm trying to convince you of something. Right. 
or in, in storytelling, if I need to b- get creative. Yeah. Like, you look great in this light. You really do, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and I thought it was interesting, too, because I was just hearing it, and he was described, defining impeccable. I don't know, you remember what he's saying. It's, it's like, it comes from the word sin. And so to be without sin, and he said, you know, don't worry about what the Bible says about sin. Sin is to go against yourself, I think right, is what he said. Right, right. Yeah, and I was like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't mess with yourself, dude. Yeah. Like, It's not binary, like, good versus bad, good versus right. evil. Yeah. It's, it's more internal. Yeah. Whoa. I and I. Yeah, so I do that one. I like the impeccable with the word. Yeah, yeah. Quickly going back to our, our pressure no. conversation, I suppose a, a touch. Um, you're, you know, so much of you is on full display, right? Like you're everywhere all the time. Where, where do you find barriers? Where are you able to shut off the camera for your life? Like what, what are you able to keep? More and more, baby. Good. You know what I mean? Like, more and more. It's a wonderful feeling. You know what I mean? Um, You'll see next week. We'll be in Portland. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's a trip for us. For You know what I mean? For myself. Like, that's not like... I'm not trying to, like... You know... You need some things for you. You know what I mean? You need some adventures that you don't do to share. And how did you learn that? Because that's not an easy thing, I imagine, in in your line of work. (laughs) I don't think, yeah, I mean, uh, I think, I think, um, look, it doesn't matter who you're sharing it with even. I'm not, volume, it's not, it's not about that. It's about like, dude, I just want to be here. I just want to experience something and not need to frame it for anyone. You know what I mean? And, and, you know, I mean. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's kind of like more and more that. I mean, this has been a great experience, right? Is to be here with you guys and not need to host it and feel like I have an opportunity to like work with Sleepy Simon. <laughs> he can sleep standing up. Like we've seen on an escalator. Love that. <laughs> it's like a robot. You turn yeah, him off. It's it's tremendous. Um you know, but the but the, that's exciting, right? Is to um, is to see that, and that's that's engineered, sort of with that, but also with the idea of growth in mind. It's like we don't, I don't want to be in every video, yeah. And I didn't want to in the beginning, to be clear, right? Right. I had a private Instagram account. I started making this documentary as a filmmaker, and they were like, "You should be a host," and I was like, "You've got the wrong guy." But how much would you pay that guy if he said yes? So they were like nothing. Yeah, they were like basically <laughs> nothing, and I was like, "Sounds like a great deal." Yeah. So. I've always been that guy. So I think that's kind of the funny part is for a lot of people is they, I think I kind of, I wear the boots of the other guy pretty well. Yeah. Hey, let me show you what I'm doing in my life every day, all the time. So it's been a wonderful feeling to be like, this is, you know, when I, I tried to interview Miguel on Hell Jimenez at the, some European tour event. And I dream. was like, oh my God, it dream. didn't, it didn't happen because I went up to him on the range and I said, Miguel, I'm a huge fan. Uh, can I interview you? Uh, five minutes for our whatever and he was like right now and I was like right now and he goes no now is me time <laughs> and he just walked away Boom. 
didn't wait for Much a plaster. Yeah, he was impeccable with his word. Yeah, right. And I think that's that's a big part of it. Is that you know, yeah, it's just it's it's that gets really exciting for me. It feels much more like a like a treasure because once you start piling things onto it, oh, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this, it actually takes the value away from you. Because it's like you just it's like you're just making it a sale. Like you're just like buy one get nine free and then you're like but I don't want anything I don't want to buy anything I just want to go experience something that's you know just for me yeah and those boots that you wear of the the boots of the other man that you wear so well (laughs) um, over time like how how heavy do those boots get how how full of water and muck and stuff. Oh, the host guy? Yeah. Blood and guts. Like does that does that has that become a more authenticated version of yourself now or or is it still do you still hang, like put those boots away if we're going to continue on that metaphor and just be like all right he's he's away it's time for me to be myself or 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 are they inextricably linked? It's it's you know like a lot of things it gets finer and more ref- refined and the idea becomes more like makes a lot more sense over time um, I think one of the interesting the one of the ways to look at it is that um, you know for example we opened up the mics here about what 45 minutes ago 39 59 yeah so and when we opened up the mic it was a bit odd for me because you know to be honest with you I don't I'm not that interested in me and talking about me right so that's one aspect of it is like I don't mind using a camera which I love to tell a story about someone else because I don't really feel like I you know what I mean I don't like being on this side of it yeah you know what I mean I mean I'm I, I, I do enjoy it I enjoy having a conversation and I'm grateful that there is a story to tell but, um, you know, so a lot of the time, you know, when we're doing adventures in golf, which is one of my favorite things in the world to do, it's just you're a magnet to the story. You're a mirror to the story. I'm not really even doing anything. I'm just observing and taking notes and making sure that the red button is pressed and everyone has coffee. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's mostly what the job is. Yeah. So that's, like, awesome. And that's not the other thing. But the other thing mostly social media is what we'll call it is um, you know it was a it was a necessary step to growing the business and growing the brand um, but I don't want to do it anymore <laughs> you know what I mean yeah I have a time limit on Instagram on my phone I lock it up I don't really look at my feed that much like I don't I don't like I don't like it I don't enjoy it um, which is fine you know I do enjoy um it, it, it's it's every you have a, everything you have a choice. So you're going to put energy into something or something else. You can't do both. So um, yeah, but I've definitely learned about like what I don't want to do. So I just don't do that anymore. Um, when it comes to like the more like hosty bullshit that nobody, well, I mean, some people want to do for sure. Um, not no, but I mean, <laughs> do hand, you? hand shot directly. Up do to you? Brad, Brad is yeah. raised the roof. I love it. Yeah. I I I love being in front of the camera. I, I can say that I can say that impeccably <laughs> uh, but I, I think uh, we were talking about wearing the boots of the other guy I think best case scenario is 
like national treasure, those glasses, you flip, you flip the filter, you're looking at the same item. You flip the filter and it's like, oh, there's a layer there. You flick the filter again, there's another layer there. But when you take the glasses off, you're looking at the same thing. Like there, there's a, a harmony with which you bootless and booted Eric coexist. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. They coexist completely. Yeah. There's no difference. Just like uh, uh, we're, all, we're actually not just four people, we're eight. Because we've all got our six-year-old or thirteen-year-olds with us, <laughs> or infinite though, because there's a there's a seven-year-old and there's a seven and a half-year-old and there's an eight-year-old who what's have the old, What's the oldest version of Connor? Right now, and now, right now, and now, right now, <laughs> Whoa. and now, right now. <laughs> mic drop. Don't drop the mic. <laughs> I, I think it's interesting. A friend and I were talking the other day about you know working from home over the past sixteen, seventeen months. And not having to do the office politics, not having to be the the office version of yourself, and hearing Eric talk about the like his office is going to the office as being the host, and that's like your work persona versus who is the you know who's the at home Eric. And um, for someone that has been following your work, uh, it's been cool to see that it, there's a lot of synergy between the off camera version of yourself to the person that we've grown to love on camera as well so oh that's interesting yeah, i wonder if there exactly. that'd be actually that's a question i have for you what what is the gap is there a gap i don't think there's much of one frankly really? yeah yeah i mean we've actually spent a few days together i was actually going to say the last time i cried on a golf course was with you because you made me think about your nine hole round hey you're pitching putt crying and i thought the last time i played golf and cried was with you <laughs> at, Van, at, at Old Mac. That's true. You remember. I'm not sure if you knew. Oh, I knew. You knew. You knew later or in the moment? In the moment. Yeah. I mean, you had the sunglasses on. I had it sunglasses. Was, <laughs> I was like 8 a.m. and it was foggy. Was it 8 a.m.? It was like, well, I don't know. It was morning. Yeah. You're like, hey, would you there, no, there was no need glasses. for sunglasses. Other right. Than to, <laughs> I mean, it can, be, it can be bright out there, man. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Um, I was interested to know if... I pay very close attention to voices. Yeah. I was interested to know if in person you'd be like, hey, hey guys. Hey. Oh, wait, that can happen? <laughs> that can happen? Hey, guys, oh, for sure. Good to meet yeah, you. Wait, change, how, does that, how do you do that? People change their voices yeah. all the time. You can change your voice? Change. Yeah. Tell Just me about that. that. Yeah, tell, tell me about that. Huh? I didn't know you could change your voice. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I couldn't do that. <laughs> oh, that's such a good skin. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, so it, is it does it is it the same? Have I been impeccable with oh, my voice? You've been impeccable with your voice <laughs> and your word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, some folks. I mean, quite literally, for survival, have to change voices. How? Yeah. What do you mean? Like, um, I mean, we we can we can have a whole separate podcast about this, but like, yeah. uh, for example, the trans community, like, right? To be protective of themselves, like I may present one way, um, but everything that I do has to be congruent with that. Right. Or else I will get clocked. I will get, you know, someone might say something, you know, like, right. Or, um, there's so many different communities so, where there's so many different iterations, code, code switching and, and yeah. changing your voice and persona, literally your voice to suit who you're around because of the space that you're in. Right. And I think, you know, for folks, for folks who look like us, like we have the privilege of not needing to do that so much, right? right? Like we can, we can just talk like this all the time, 
and that's it's cool um, but it is a privilege yeah I don't know if there's a question in there but that's interesting to unpack right yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm actually I'm interested in um, when was the last time you cried oh, I cry all the time really yeah we uh, more than once a week mostly out of things of beauty or really? like um, is that new recent um, generally I think there's I go through periods like monsoon season you know it's like a seasonal thing but it doesn't correspond to any actual weather but like when you were when you were like in your 20s were you crying a lot I think I was just sad in my 20s mm -hmm. but I didn't, didn't know cry. how to express it now I'm happy and you're crying because of and I cry way more I cry the most I've ever cried in my life yeah yeah this year especially I woke up on my 40th birthday to uh, Stuart had reached out to some friends and made a video like with the you know tell me a story about Eric if Eric was a object what would he be you know what I mean like just stupid little stuff I was like I woke up like kind of early and I like saw this email and I opened it up and it was just like four seconds in I was just like pause Ooh. towel okay 20 minutes later I'm good um yeah when was the last time I actually cried though um Well, I mean, Tuesday I was with the psychic, and that was like that. That there's different levels of crying. How, yeah. how would you define the levels of crying? I, to be honest, I was just curious. Like the, you, you answered it. That was yeah. it. Yeah. I actually do want to know though. Like, the, how many levels of crying are there? Uh, let's see. And what are they? Crying. Um, single tear. Was that single tear? Single tear. Yeah. Single tear. That yeah. the Denzel glory tear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> absolute anarchy uh, absolute madness cry like like wailing yeah like a like a child wails yeah i think those are the 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 post marks. those are the the the, okay. marks, the field goal yeah field goal that's goals. the arts okay yeah. i've started um i think it's because of the pandemic and i haven't seen it in a long time but live music now for whatever reason doesn't matter what it is doesn't matter if it's terrible i just start crying Really? Yeah. Mm. I don't know. At a show. At a show. I was uh, I was in Brooklyn last week, and I was walking down the street, and there was a street festival, and there was a stage set up at, as part of the street festival, and there were people playing music, and it was beautiful, but I had I had to leave. I was just like struck. You Stricken. left and then cried. I cried and then left. <laughs> <laughs> I got that order wrong, my friend. Wait, okay. And then I Why went back. Why did you leave? Because I was just like, whoa, this is weird. And then I I, know, I was just like, no, go feel it. And yeah, go back. So I, so I went back. <laughs> Cleaned up. Yeah. Put on your sunglasses. You put on, yeah, I, you get some sunnies? I, I had some sunnies on me. Yeah. Wow. That was, I'm surprised to hear that that was the last time you cried on a golf course was a year and a half ago. Maybe that's not true. No, but I mean, yeah, that was yeah. May of 2020. Yeah. <sighs> what a trip. Wow. No, you're right. Oh, you know what? No, I did cry after that. You're right. Tell, tell the story. June. June. Um, it was the day that... Um, so we... Uh, it's a longer story, but we were like... Okay, I'll just tell the story. So there's a lot of wildfires in Australia at the beginning of 2020. So my friend, you know, Will from Caddy Mag says, we do a help us fundraise. Great. Auction off a round of golf. Guy, you're like, Mike. <laughs> so guy... 
books it or whatever. And I'm like, okay, cool. So we go play golf. We're trying to schedule the round of golf. And um, it doesn't happen until June. And um, so we go play and we're just talking about talking, whatever. And I don't really think much of it. And I'm like, what do you do? You know? And he's like, I'm retired. And I was like, wait, how old are you? And he's like 33 or something. And I was like, huh, okay. And, um, you know, we were just talking, you know, and then uh, I told him about our overall dream of moving out of Los Angeles and potentially going to a place like Austin. And he was like, I'd love to help you do that. And I was like, what are you talking about? What do you mean help me do that? And he was like, you know. How? Yeah, like, I was like, a moving truck? And he's like, no, like, I'm interested in investing in your business. And I was like, oh, well, that's bizarre because I would like that. And I don't know how to do that. But I know someone named Evan who does, my business partner. So we all went and played golf. And that was that round where... I just saw it. It just happened in front of me. You know, it was almost like there's that movie Donnie Darko where your like body precedes your love body. That. Love that movie. Yeah, yeah, projecting or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It was just like it just started to get ahead of me, and I was like, wait. Yeah, and then I realized my whole life was going to change. So. So was, you mean you saw like what what random golf club could be? Yeah. With this new shit. That it wasn't just an idea of that or just like you and Evan and a couple yeah. other people yeah it was like immediately bits. like uh, change and was and the funniest thing since we're in a therapy session is that you know I've been sober for now 20 years um, I don't think about drinking I don't go to meetings I don't it's just not a part of my life and I'm lucky to have a great group of family and friends that I can be honest with and you know talk to about a lot of stuff so I don't really think about drinking that much if ever right we talked about it a little bit in Oregon yep. and um, that same moment when we were playing golf with our new acquaintance who had become our investor I, I realized I, I thought Bo- bogey champion bogey yeah Brandon yeah so I, I literally like was so excited then I started to cry and my first thought was without any filter on it was like we should get drunk tonight whoa and it wasn't even a thought it was like more of a feeling it was a, like a like a, we need to urge. celebrate yeah like I want I want to drink I have to drink which is very uncomfortable so I immediately called Craig and we talked about it and he was like don't worry about it man like pretty jarring experience how would you know how to handle that? Like, but it's funny because I mean it's been so long that it was almost like, uh, I mean, it would be like waking up, and then all of a sudden you're like, I can speak Russian, and they're like, Well, yeah, you were lived in Russia until you were six months old. It was like a lightning bolt kind of thing. That opens a lot of questions for me. I think. Strap in. Well, no, I, I just. I was going to ask you this anyways, but um, I want to know about how you celebrate. How you, I want to know about how you celebrate, how oh. you how you accept success into your life and how you, you know, demonstrate that success or, or thank yourself for things. Like how you celebrate. How you celebrate, how you experience joy with success. And it strikes me... It's 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 fascinating to me that 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 was your urge. I need to drink tonight. Yeah. Because 
in a celebratory moment. So that makes me think, like, have you have you not had success, or have you not felt success to the point where you would feel the urge to drink? Like it. So does success equal I need to get drunk tonight? No, not at all. Okay. It was just there. There was something special about that moment that was like. There's success, and then there's living your dream, yeah. And then there's like wildest dream, mm-hmm. yeah. and then there's beyond it, right? And we're not prepared for either of any of those. Yeah. Well, you can get comfortable with success. Sure. You can get down with like, yeah, I'm living my dream. I'm down with that. I was down with that last June. Like I was like, fuck yeah, man, this is rad. Like, this is exactly what I would do if no one was paying me because it was what I was doing when no one was paying me. Yeah. yeah. And that goes back to the answer about celebration is like, I do now the same things I did then, which are like, I've got a week off next week. I'm just going to get in the car and drive. A couple little plans here and there. No real, no real big, there's no motivation other than experiencing. And that was like my first year of golf was I had a station wagon. I slept in it. I would find nine hole twilights or whatever. And that was the celebration of freedom then. But as far as celebrating success, I mean, I don't know. That's an interesting question. I don't know. You don't know if it's an interesting question. Well, why would you celebrate success? I think we celebrate success to, <laughs> <laughs> to remind ourselves that it's this thing just happened. Yeah. And to remind yourself to get it into your nervous system that this can be repeatable. That's actually such a golfer's response. Why would we celebrate success? I don't really, I don't think. I don't really enjoy that. I think, to answer your question, what have I done? I maybe have written about it. I may have bought a trinket to remind myself of that hurdle or, or you know, whatever, whatever it was that happened. But, like, celebrating... I'm not a big, like, celebratory guy. Yeah. There's no, like, I don't know. I think the celebration is just of whatever's happening. Well, you kind of pat yourself about, hey, that's great, man. Yeah. Yeah. Keep pushing. Is that, it sounds like, maybe not even. Yeah, I'm not, I don't know, like, yeah, I just think literally every moment is an opportunity, and it just sounds fucking annoying, and if you said it, or if anyone else said it, I'd be like, I hate that answer. But, like, for yeah, some reason, too. that's just where I'm going with it. It's yeah. like, you know what I mean? It just sounds kind of hokey. Hey, y'all, this is Brad. And Connor. Andrew. We wanted to take a quick second and thank you for listening. It truly means a lot to us, and we want you to know that you're loved and you're welcomed here. And if you ever need a listening ear to vent or just to talk to somebody who cares, we want to remind you that group golf therapy is a safe space. Our DMs are always open at Group Golf Therapy on Instagram. Hit them straight and mind your golf. I had a question. I wonder if this resonates with you. Um, as a kid, my family did not take vacations. Um, I, we had family friends and you know extended family that took vacations, and like sometimes I was fortunate enough to tag along. Um, but because it didn't come from my immediate source, I like vacations are foreign to me there it it feels weird if I'm in a place where I feel like 
I need a break from the hustle, the grind, the the chase. Right. Um, Sapphire. And it's. <laughs> wow. FDIC insured. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Excuse me, I'd just like to talk to you about your car's extended warranty. Right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. <laughs> take ten seconds of pause for the cause. <laughs> um, but that's led me to a place where I feel like I'm not deserving. Um, I really have to pinch myself and say and remind myself this thing just happened to you uh, and really like give myself some grounding breaths and like I truly have to work on it um, because th there's just that I don't know if it's a voice or if it's a, a feeling I get that's like yeah this cool thing just happened but you don't really deserve it like what what have you done what have you accomplished what have you made created that is deserving of this incredible opportunity and i wonder if that resonates with you even over small victories even over you know cuz victory can be as big or small as you want it to be uh, but i think it's nice to remind yourself and and nice to to give yourself that that pat on the back I totally agree. I totally, totally agree. You're like, yeah, no, that's great for you. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I think it is great. I think maybe um, enjoying, I don't know, I mean, Tiger won and then he changes his swing, so whatever, like, you know what I mean? Like, he didn't celebrate. Maybe he did, I don't this know. This is not a golf podcast. Yeah, oh, yeah, right, sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, I think I'd, yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm. I think to answer that question is like I'm totally able to enjoy that and celebrate that and feel good about that. But I guess celebrate is like. I think that's. I think it's really ultimately what we're talking about. Perhaps is just a kind of a sense of accomplishment that isn't over. It doesn't go anywhere. There's the celebration implies that it's temporary or it's an event or it's a moment. I think it's more just like a layer that just gets applied and then you just keep painting it and then over time it's 20 different colors and you're like wow that's 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 a lot of you know experiences that have led to you now being this but is there a this is there a, is there an Yeah, it's me right now it's you right now totally yeah you can be confident because you've had that experience or you're curious to experiment because you feel like you know the other thing yeah i think but going back to the, like, I don't really, uh, yeah, no, go ahead. I no, got go. Okay. You don't have nothing? Okay. Do you have something? I mean, I think the thing that I'm hearing is that when you enjoy the process, that you're not thinking about success or failure, you're just living in that moment. And then there's another moment and then it's like waves, you know, it just keeps coming in. And you don't really think about, like you said, there's no like pinnacle. It's just like, this is the next stage yeah. and enjoying that process. The next shoot, this is the next. Yeah. Okay. I have an answer for you now. That was a good, that was a good thought. Cause you're right. That is all very true. I think in the simplest way, like if you're, if you're talking about if celebrating success is still the topic, I think it's like you, uh, you share it either with someone that you made it with. Mm -hmm. And like, that's just, 
it's, it's as simple as a phone call, really. Remembering something and just being like completely in it. And then, wow, look at what we did. You know, it's like looking at the photo of you guys on Everest, except instead it's this other thing or whatever. Or you kind of share it with someone that wasn't involved in the creation of it that you really um, wish was or you, know, you, you kind of tell them all the details. So it's, it's that kind of, that would be my answer, I guess. Perfect. Yeah. That's what I was looking for. I love that. Was that really? In a way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Podcast over. Um, we, we talked about the many, the many hats that you wear on a production, on a shoot. Um, add to that now with a new investor and a new location, headquarters, CEO, leader of people, employer, um, you know, chief chief of people in a way. Um, what? I'm like, that acronym says COP. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Um, what? Uh, as as Random Golf Club becomes more tangible, more of a thing, less of an idea, less ethereal. And you talked about this earlier, like there are people depending on its success, um, whether they be employees or investors, whatever. Um, this is your, this is your child though. You know, this is, this is your project and, and others, but primarily yours. How are you finding letting go of certain things when you have so much invested in the product yourself because it is ultimately you in a lot of ways kind of me I mean it's not really I mean sure but you know you know Came, where I'm coming yeah, from with that sure founder yes whatever yeah got lucky a few times didn't get kicked out yeah you know what I mean read the four agreements early enough got enough done <laughs> got enough chances didn't fuck up all of them um, but yeah, no, ultimately it's, you said two things and it's they're the same, right? One is like, it's not all me, right? By any margin, right? Even just 1% of it, I would have fucked it up, right? I think that somehow I was lucky enough to realize that I wasn't smart enough to know that I couldn't do it alone. Yeah. So like, that's kind of the irony of it all. Yeah. Cause I wasn't very smart. But that goes back to the really thing that I wanted to say when you were talking, Bradford, about like celebrating achievements or something like that. I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem being comfortable with success. I think the problem that I do have feel uncomfortable with is that there's so much struggle in the world. That's where I get uncomfortable. Because I don't, uh, I actually can't think about it because it's so tremendously uh, sad. Yeah, it's like too big. It's like too big of a thing. Um, the low-hanging fruit here is like, how can I go on vacation when there are starving kids in Africa? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But yeah, that that shit is heavy. Yeah, that well, shit is heavy, man. I am. Yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> Fuck it, I can't do it. <laughs> <We're out>. No, <laughs> but I just wanted. I did want to reflect on that because that that is a weird thing. It's not. But I'm starting to become better with that and to really understand the design of all things. I didn't do it, or if I did, I did. Mm. So, no problem either way. 
I think what helps me is knowing that it's too big of a thing. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to solve all the stuff. Yeah. I have stuff. I have plenty of stuff that I'm working through. Yeah. So when I get those glimpses and when I get those, man, I, I got to lean into it. And that's, that's what I'm working on. I got, I got to lean. I got to feel that feeling. I got to get it into my body. Yeah. And also myself. localizing the stuff that you can make better and solve. Like today we, we walked and played golf with some incredible people and we had meaningful conversations with those people. If, if, and if those stories resulting from the conversations that we had impacted people, then that's gravy. So going back to your question though, it's kind of, I think, I think the end of it all, I don't know what the question was, but I think the answer was, um, it all comes down to, um, the other, the part of it where it's like, I don't do all of it. How do you grow? How do you, how do you not go crazy? How do you let go? Oh. How, how do you, how do you delegate? Yeah. It's just the people. It's yeah. just, it's just, it's just the people that we work with. You know, trust is a big part of our values at Random Golf Club. And I define trust as um, I believe that you'll take care of me. And me, I mean, Random Golf Club, my company, all of us, right? And so take care means that you will act with kindness, that you will be optimistic, that you will, you know, um, use very clear communication to make sure that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Um, and you'll also be creative so that you're maybe doing something that we didn't even know you're supposed to be doing that might be better than what we would have told you to do because we don't want to tell anybody what to do and so I was really struck when Steve Jobs defined himself merely as a recruiter yeah and that's really where I thought oh yeah because I'm old you know what I mean like and I know a game you know we were you guys were talking about Wiz Khalifa or Little Wayne I never heard the song never heard it we're, we're listening to the song. You guys are like, I know every word of this. And I was like, I've never heard this song. I don't know a single word. <laughs> like, I don't even know the person. So I just really look at like, that's great. You know what I mean? Because the truth is the way we look at, um, you know, like our team, it's really fascinating because we'll vote on things, you know, in different groups, groups of six, groups of 20, you know, we'll just, we'll vote on things. Uh, and what's really funny is that, um, you know, it always comes out well. Like, it's, al it's always like, yes, there was a, the group decision is better than an individual's decision. You know, and I mean, there's a lot of things that I look at and I'm like, that's ugly. And then you're like, well, we ran out of them, so go figure. You know, we didn't get enough. You know, or like, they're like, I'm like, look at this video. I'm like, that's, that doesn't make any sense. And everyone's like, we love this video. So... You know, I think it's like, I don't know best, but I trust that you do. That's really what it comes down to. Um, we look a lot. I've never really had a real job with a real company outside. I guess a, I don't really consider a restaurant a real job or or another production crew. But mostly those are like freelance people that don't really give a shit about you. <laughs> yeah. In fact, they'd like you to like get injured. Yeah. You know, so that you can stop annoying them. Yeah. <laughs> So, but this is a different, this is a family right. from an HR perspective. I'm not supposed to call it a family, I'm told, but we're a good tight team. <laughs> yeah. 
apparently there's some backlash about family. I don't know, whatever. Um, <laughs> but that's really what it comes down to. It's just a lot of, um, you know, com- conversations around uh, making sure that everyone is, is, is happy and that the company in turn is happy. Yeah. Oh yeah. You really want to? Now we're gonna start it up. All right. We're gonna. Should we hit record? Or the beginning. Yeah. Should we hit record? (laughs) (laughs) Well played. All right. We're rolling. Well played. Um, What's the? uh, This might be an impossible question for you to answer. What is the hardest time that you've laughed on the golf course? Hardest? What? The hardest you? What is? Oh, the hardest I've ever laughed. That was the the hardest I've ever laughed on the golf course. Yeah, that was confusing. I'm sorry. What is the? What is the time you've hardest laughed? (laughs) What is the laughest hard? The hardest laugh. When was? It? When did I laugh the when hardest? When did you laugh the hardest on the golf course? When Maybe the word you, hard is the problem. When have you laughed the most <laughs> hard? <laughs> what was the hardest question of the interview? Was that what you just asked me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I think we've landed on it. When did I laugh the hardest on a golf course? Oh, man. I have a terrible memory. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm seeing a lot of moments of just busting. Um... I guarantee it was probably some moment with someone who wasn't even playing or something. I mean, oh gosh, Stewart. Yeah, it, it was. We have a lot of laughs. Yeah, I mean, I just don't know. It would be. I wish I knew. I knew that was gonna be a tough one. Yeah, well, it's also tough because I just have literally a, a, a very porous memory. <laughs> I mean, there are just gaps all over the place. She was like, meet your six-year-old child. And I was like, mm, I don't think I've ever met him. Yeah. <laughs> was I six? Ever. Never heard of him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is your walk-up music? Walk-up song? Walk-up song. Shit, man. Right now, it's this uh, this song. Shit. I don't even know the name of it. Oh, well, I mean, I like... Um, Sing it. The Paul 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 um Paul Abdul? McCartney, let me roll it. Paul McCartney, let me roll it. Yeah, I don't know that one. <laughs> <laughs> my what is it? My heart is a wheel. Let me roll it. You don't know that one. I don't know it. You don't know that one. Well, I know it was at the end. We're gonna play it out. We're gonna play it out. My heart. <laughs> He's like stop. Eight bars. Stop. <laughs> I mean, I fucking did it. I got you some. You did. You, did. you don't know the that. song. No, I don't. You might know. I it. might know it. Maybe I mean, song. Did I, did I cover that? What? I got a thumbs up. He knows it. Cool. All right. This so there, there's a song. Shit, is everyone exists. listening? Can everyone yeah, hear us? Put a thumb. Us. Put a thumb up if you can hear us right now. No, they can't hear you. No. They can't hear you. I can barely hear you. Yeah, I can barely okay. Hear you. Really? What? It's good. It's gonna sound great, though. Let me tell you. Yeah, no, it's gonna sound good. Um, Let me roll it. I mean, it's like a, talking about putting, you know. I love it. Yeah, it's it's actually it's actually a good walk-up song. I didn't even know that. I've just been listening to it a lot because I've been trying to understand um, why it makes me feel such a certain way. It's a brilliant song. What does it make you feel? <laughs> uh, there, he's singing in a key, or there's a there's a note that's in a key that just kind of like makes you feel like you know when you pet a dog and his hind leg starts to jitter. 
<laughs> that's that's what the song makes me feel like. So I was like, uh, yes, uh, is like that. It hits yeah. that spot. Yeah, it's that like head scratcher. Yes, you know, we're just like, uh, yes, yeah. There, it's uh, I don't know what that is. There's, I, I think we all get like a handful of those songs. Yeah, yeah. That just like, uh. yeah. There's also like no words. It's like a five minute song with like very few words, but but he, he's Paul McCartney. Yes. So he doesn't have a problem with no words because he'll just take the words he's got and he'll fuck with them. <laughs> they rip. Yeah. It's like he's fine. Yeah. He's not a word guy. <laughs> Let him be. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, um, Winner. <laughs> what's on the menu at your master's dinner? Oh, man. Well, I've actually been trying to eat less meat recently, which okay. is strange because I love it. Um, I would do, I would fuck with some cacio e pepe. My yeah, guy. it's like my favorite yes. pasta. It's Mandy, if you're listening, that's for you. <laughs> we, yeah, we, yeah, we've got an inside joke. So. Okay. <laughs> um, I would definitely open with like just perfect Caesar salad, big ass croutons, ice cold lettuce. Got to get some anchovies or blended no? anchovies. I'll do. I won't do the, I don't want to see them. I don't want to know that they were there. Yeah. Um, it's like a baseline. You don't you don't want to know that it's there, yeah. but you you will miss it if it's gone. Totally. I mean, yeah, um, yeah, and then definitely like. So they I've been getting this um, homemade moon pie in Austin with like uh, homemade ice cream, and have you ever had a moon pie? Right, it's like the little you know what I'm talking about. Is it a whoopie Wa- pie? Wafer mar. It's a Malamar. Wafer, marshmallow, covered in chocolate. You it's get like it. A thin, like crunch layer of chocolate. Okay. Have you had tiramisu? Oh yeah. Imagine if tiramisu was just like made in space. Cool. Freeze dried tiramisu. Kind of, yeah. Now, but imagine that was made fresh. <laughs> <laughs> freeze, freeze dried and then unfrozen yeah. and yeah. <laughs> humid. Yeah. Yeah. So take it, freeze it, melt it, freeze it, melt it. Imagine that's being eaten. Anyway, I yeah, I've been eating that a lot recently. So yeah, it'd be it'd be like you know, nice little like pasta salad kind of thing. Pretty simple. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't really like complicated food. Yeah. Yeah. Why? What do people say? We uh, have a lot of things going on. Do you want me to name more items? No, 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 no. That's I can that's continue. Perfect. Peach iced tea. That's perfect. Oh, I can keep going. Yes. Unsweetened. Okay. Yeah. Like hot that. hot black coffee, or with milk, hot coffee. Okay. I can keep going. No, I can I, I can make a menu. No, I, people people have gone like. Eight courses. Yeah, we'll go. We'll go yeah. deep into the menu, or we'll, oh, we'll get. They're like, one for thing. my secondi, I will. Oh, wow, <laughs> wow. Right, secondi. Right. I'm like, what is secondi, yeah. bro? <laughs> and and you you travel quite a bit, so I like to know that I know all of these items and have tasted them and had them is like honestly a bit of a shock. You were expecting something obscure. Yes, I was expecting you to be like, okay, you've got to go to Morocco. See the guy, right? See the guy. <laughs> Ask yeah. him for the crickets. They're not crickets. They're actually yeah. It's it's actually they a, taste like raisins. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm into yeah, and no, I have a very basic interest. Yeah. Which country that you've traveled to has the best food? Well, um, not for golf. The best Italian food I ever had was in Tokyo. Sick. Yes. <laughs> Reasonable. Um, I mean. Scotland fucks with the dessert. They do the sticky toffee pudding. Sticky toffee pudding. Yeah, and that's... I want to do a sticky toffee pudding tour. 
play one hole and one bowl. <laughs> I'm into it. Oh man, how good would that be though? That would be awesome. Because that's all you need. I need a par five, and I need like five minutes on a hot <laughs> bowl of toffee pudding and some ice cream. Start our own tour, sticky toffee yeah. pudding tour. Yeah, and then just weigh yourself on day one. Yeah, and weigh yourself on day, on, on day over thirty. Yeah, thirty. <laughs> <laughs> we don't care about the scorecards. Could you do ninety bowls of sticky toffee pudding in thirty days? In thirty days, three like, a day, no problem. Yeah, cake, literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that yeah. I mean, Iceland surprisingly had really good food, and it was also really expensive. Expensive, like stupid. Yeah, yeah we talked like about thirty dollar hamburger. Thirty dollars right? for a Caesar. Yeah, I was like, I'll just get the. Do you have any bread? Yeah. <laughs> do you have any and uh, butter? water? <laughs> yeah, whatever you have that's maybe free. Whatever, I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like the funny thing about traveling is that really everywhere you go has good food. Yeah. The hard part is finding the time to find it. Then, as your crew grows, getting a table of six or seven in some cases, maybe eight on whatever fucking night you happen to be there because you don't get to choose anymore necessarily. And then if it's 29 minutes away from your hotel, mm, yeah. tragic. Yeah. You That's just can't turn. do it. So And forget about giving a spot that everybody will like something at. It's just, you just got to find a spot. Yeah, I mean, if you don't like it, that you, there's probably something nearby that you can find on your own. But yeah, yeah you can't do that. That's that we don't... <clears throat> Okay. Um, no, no. We eat anything, but Me- Mexico is, is 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 a great place for that because it's uh the food is very communal, it's very casual. Yeah. Um. You know, it's not too difficult to eat. Like, it's not like it's not like someone's gonna be like, "What is this?" Whereas like Korea is like quite challenging. Mm. You know, you're like, "What? No, this no, is still no. alive." They're like, "Oh yeah, it's mad at you too." Yeah, <laughs> you have to eat it. It's, like, it's no, frowning while yeah. you're yeah, consuming you were saying it. That, that squid that oh, was looking yeah, back at you. Part of the eating process is you have to kill it and right. then cook it. And I'm like, name this it. This is not a restaurant then. <laughs> <laughs> this is just Earth. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Any questions, Drew? Um, I'm I, trying to run down the list. Yeah, I have one. I have one to end us on that is a little more outside of the norm, but I'm I'm interested to hear your take. Um, what is a what is a challenge that you have for yourself in terms of your mental health, emotional health in the coming year? A challenge that I have for myself. Yeah, a goal or a mental challenge. health related over the next year. Sure. Sure. Maybe. Did I fuck it up? No. That's it. Year. That's what you said. Yeah. Um, I would love to be able to, um, in less time, be be able to realize that I'm reacting in less time. Like minimize the gap between reaction and then realizing that I react and potentially realize that I'm about to react before I do it. Right, like for example, wow. Austin was like playing with the golf club yesterday, and I got pissed because I was like, "You're here to work, not hang out with a fucking golf club," and I was a jerk to him, you know, for like, and it just happened so fast that I had to apologize for something, and I would prefer 
to just not have to apologize. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'd prefer to just be like, not be a dick or something. It's okay. I've already apologized. We're good. <laughs> hey, Austin, Austin right good? next to me for. <laughs> Austin, we give good? him the mic. Austin, get on the pod. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, don't give him the mic. Um, no, but I mean that that would be the goal is to be able to, you know, have that awareness of the mental process earlier. And, you know, this is one example, but there are other examples that are not about anyone outside the plane. You know what I mean? I'm just talking to me and the cabin crew, and I'm like, yeah, you don't fuck this shit, you know, because all that's fucked up, and they're all mad, and now you can, they shouldn't even be, you know I mean? Whatever it is, there's conversations that are totally unnecessary. So I feel like I've made a lot of progress, a lot of progress since, you know, I was six. I was good when I was six. Went downhill for a while. Now we're working our way back up. But that would be the goal. Yeah. I feel like and that is a, a brilliant place to end. And we can cut this if we want. Um, and I, but I feel like this is the my favorite question of every podcast is, who do you most want to see on group golf therapy? Who do I want to see on group golf who therapy? Who do you want to see on the couch? Dead or alive. Yeah. Dead or alive. I mean, old Tom would probably not be the best interview, but I would like to see it. Like he might not give you much. I I feel like he would he would be quite withholding. Quite withholding. Yeah. Yeah. No, his generation wasn't very like open, even though he started the open. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I'm so sorry. You got there. You were there. Sorry. Let me rope. Okay. We're gonna. We're definitely gonna cut that. Yeah, we. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Cut it. Why can't you? What happened? You made a terrible joke, and we're gonna cut it. Oh, you're not gonna use it? Oh, is no, that we'll bad? Use it. We'll use it. We'll use it. Cold open. It is. That's the cold open. The cold what is the open? Nobody wants. That's the cold oh. open. They did play in the winter. Sorry. <laughs> I can't stop. I can't stop. Yeah. Can't be contained. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's probably what's funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this has been great. Um, <laughs> yeah. It would be good. Give us a name. It'd be, it'd be fun if Jim Nance came on. Like I feel like he would definitely get oh, into wow. it, and he would. And that conversation hasn't happened. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you know I mean, and he, but he'd be, he would be seated, and unwavering. Think so? I think, think so? he'd be. I think he would be down. You don't think he would? He would put up a wall. You think he would be open? Or do we have to chip? Well, I guess we that's would, the. Experiment. We might have to dig a tunnel yeah. under. Yeah. Can you give him a... Have you ever thought of drugging people? In a light way? No. 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 No, dude. I'm going to shut that down immediately. (laughs) Dude, absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good thought. No, we're not in I just think that could be a fun premise, you know? We (laughs) drugged... There's your your title. We drugged Jim Nance and asked him about his feelings. Lightly. Lightly. Lightly drugged. Lightly. You know, four glasses of wine. That's fine. He's a big guy. He's he like would, six he four. He would love that, I'm sure. Yeah, actually. no, like, that'd yeah. be fine. Yeah, we wouldn't. There wouldn't have to be much convincing there. The road's getting bumpy. Um, yeah, Jim would be good. Uh, yeah, I mean, Billy Collins, poet yeah. laureate. Yeah, loves golf. Lives in Florida. He'd be good. Yeah, yeah. He's a very emotional character. Love very him. emotional. Book it. Yeah, I mean, he's a poet. Let's do it. Yeah, I mean, Ooh. you know. Ooh. They go there. Yeah. Any final thoughts? 
Me, final thoughts. Yeah. Did you enjoy? How was this for you? We're having a debrief. Yeah. yeah. Uh, post round. Post post round. I mean, I don't. I like I like any podcast because it's a chance to talk about have a conversation that is intentional. You know. Um, we might not even put this out. You never know. Right. It was and that think, bad, huh? I think that's what's beautiful. No, but I think that's what's beautiful about it. Is like yeah. we could throw this away, and it would still be a conversation had with intention. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, it was great. You guys are like. Um, it was interesting to see how it worked. You know what I mean? Because you can see how something's going to work or has worked in the past. You can watch what someone's done, but it was interesting to see, like, you know what I mean? The way you guys work together. Um. I wish I wasn't. I, w- I, w- I felt like I, w- I can get easily distracted. So the fact that we're in a, you know, the moving nature we're of the pod, through the air. Mission Impossible. Yeah. Um, that was distracting, but I tried my best. I was. It was good. It was That's good. That's it. Book yeah. it. Yeah, I would cut all that out. Cut out most of the parts that suck. <laughs> that would be my request. It's not that bad. Deal. There. Do you want to interview Austin really quick? Yeah. Austin. <laughs> I just want to speak to you about your car's extended warranty. 